Welcome back to Factory Sealed. It is August 27, 2015. My name is Eric Peterson. Joining me today, Mr. Kevin Beyer. Oh, hey, Eric. How's it going? Hi, Kevin. It's going well, sir. How are you? I'm also doing quite well. I bet people weren't expecting me to say your name because they didn't think this show would ever come to fruition. Well, after how long it took us to get through Disc 1, oh. I didn't think it would happen either. Most of us to get through Disc 1. Most of us to get through Disc 1. We've also got Mr. Derek Scavel. hey How's it going? Unfortunately, he is not sitting at my immediate side. Anyway. I know. This will be the first show. I, I feel like I got a little separation anxiety after the Final Fantasy VIII show. Now you get got to, to be experience together. what it's like to hold yourself away in a room and talk to nobody well you you say that and you know thankfully i just moved into a new place i got a job everything's going well moved in with my fiance and uh unfortunately i've been condemned to the darkest annex of the house to do this to do this show i'm actually sitting in the same room as the cat box (laughs) Um, i'm using a coffee table as as my desk and a rickety old dining room chair as my chair of choice. It's a high um, it's a high quality show we put together for you. It's uh it's I'm hoping there are greater things to come out of this. I hope it's a big building block for my career. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna look back on days like this. You'll be sitting there back. with uh very important interviewees or interviewers and they will ask you where you got your start and you you'll say across from a cat box. Well, it all started in a cat box. <laughs> I was hungry. I could use it even if I have to, I guess. You know? I can't make it to the bathroom. I would be lying if I said I hadn't thought about wanting to try that at one point. <laughs> I don't think it would work quite like you think it does. <laughs> Well, I well, think it would be hilarious in. because Christy's the one who cleans the cat box and, like, just go take the <laughs> lid off and just take a huge dump in it one day and then put it back on. Like, kick the sand around over it so it looks like the cats did it. April Fool's! Gotcha! She would be like, oh my god, look what the cats did! <laughs> oh my god, Bubsy, are you okay? Honey, I think Bubsy's sick. No, he's just the one that's on anti-anxiety medication. It's probably Felix. Oh, God. We have to give a cat a pill every night because he gets too high-strung. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. You should just feed it whiskey. Can I feed it rat poison? Well, I mean, that would be an end to all of your problems. But if you just want to drag it out for a little while longer, then yeah, go with the whiskey. So turn him into a raging alcoholic? What's the problem with that? Can you imagine a cat just going through whiskey withdrawals? Closet drunk cat. He's up on top of the fridge knocking over bottles of bourbon just so he can lap it up off the tile. I think it would be funny to see a cat that like falls over while just walking around. We, I'm not proud of this, but in high school, uh, actually, no, I was in college. They were still in high school. We had a a party at one of my buddy's house, and they decided to fill his dog's bowl with beer. And dog drank all of it, walked around the kitchen just sloppy drunk and just pissed all over itself and passed out in the middle of the kitchen. (laughs) Oh, wait, that was your your friend. Mm. But what does his dog do? I'm no, that kidding. was the yeah. I'm I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my grandpa, bless his soul, nicest man on the earth. 
PETA listeners, beware. Um, when he was a kid, him and his friend, I know this. They they took a rooster and they dumped liquor down its throat <laughs> with a funnel, and they said it was just walking around. Going, Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> We're going to have PETA phoning in trying to get this show shut down now. <laughs> Who is this guy? All oh, these animal one. abuse stories. Shit. Oh, At least you're not murdering chipmunks or anything. That's where the well, real Well, speaking of this starts. time that I was murdering chipmunks. There's <laughs> oh. a turning point in my career. <laughs> yeah. So what's everybody been up to? What have we been uh, playing lately besides The Legend of Dragoon? Well, well, I think we should ahead, be talking Kevin. about the Mega Man Legacy Collection that yes, came out a couple of days ago. Please. Did you even <laughs> know that was coming out? Uh, I knew of it. Like, I heard about it a week or two before, and then I kind of forgot about it. Mm-hmm. And then you just went crazy about it, so that made me hear about it more. I could not get home fast enough. On Tuesday, <laughs> I had a meeting on the other side of the city, and of course... It lasted till about 4.30, which is prime rush hour time. And it took me about an hour and 20 minutes to get home. And the whole time I'm just sitting there thinking, this is time I could be playing Mega Man. <laughs> so how many uh, Mega Mans did you beat on night one? I'm through Mega Man 2. That's always the first one you start with. What? Um, That's my favorite, too. I played half of Mega Man 1, and I haven't touched any of the other ones. We're For the, the, the Factory Sealed proper show, we're doing Metal Gear Solid VR missions this weekend, so I've been dumping some time into that. And then this whole work concept, where I have to actually work now. Should just call in six, say, I'm sorry, boss, Mega Man came out this week. You know so. who my boss is? Jesus? Myself. So then you can easily get the week off. I was going to say it. That was the worst defense you could have possibly But if I don't work, I don't make money. Mm. Well then, I guess you're going to have to take up part-time selling of cocaine. Well, what I do now is I just stay up super late. That's my gaming time. Yeah, it makes sense. Or or prostitution. You could always try that. It says you can't do both at the same time. Oh, boy. Nice. It's a very weird niche market but i feel like it's going to blow up here in the next year or two i've been very deep into elder scrolls online uh really yeah i'm, I'm kind of nerdy like that I like, I like that style i catch myself doing less missions missions and actually just crafting items and making food so typical like mmo bullshit i like to do that in real life so i figured i'm gonna get good at making provisions on the game <laughs> Um, so I make a very, very hearty honey, honey. I'm sorry, lager. So um, and uh, my cheese bisque is to die for. Pan fried trout is actually very good, and it, it gives you 2,100 extra hit points of health. So give it a try. Pretty, I mean, like yeah, wow, that's that sounds good. impressive. You just need fish and flour, and that's it. And a heat yeah. source. And the cooking, yeah, you need a cooking fire. You do need a cooking fire. But I've also been in, you know, I'm I'm also an athletic guy. Uh, I like some of the sports games. Been into PGA Tour. Rory, you Melba actually Rory. bought that hot PGA pile Tour. of garbage. What do you mean? I think it's all right. It's not the best. Ga- it's not the best of the, uh, you know, at one time Tiger Woods series and now PGA Tour series. I mean, 
it's missing some big holes in my opinion. But uh, yeah, like a I core to, game. Well, I had to. I actually had to go in and kind of customize the play settings a little bit and the controls because there's a mode where, like, when you aim your shot, for example. You used to be able to zoom out and kind of see in the general area where you could hit it. Well, there's one mode that doesn't let you zoom out at all. Yeah, realistic mode. Or another mode that just shows you exactly where it's going to land. So it was, like, way easy just to, like, hit it in the hole. Like, I would get, like, four eagles every round. I was like, well, this is kind of stupid. So, Was that called practice mode? No, no. There's arcade mode, which was that. And then... I believe it was called like tour mode or yeah, something like, like simulation that. Just, mode. But uh, Hot Shots Golf has that where you don't get any of the markers or anything. Yeah, yeah. So I I compromise. I I got a marker where it says the ball should go, but it doesn't account wind or anything into it. Mm. So that's kind of a little bit more realistic. And but you but it's a it's a fun game. But you bought the Mega Man collection today, right? Yes, sir. You haven't had Dom- time to dive into it. I just downloaded it before we got on here. So there I'll is get into that. so much cool stuff in there. Um, I showed you that Mega Man uh, anniversary book that Christy bought me when you were mm-hmm. down here, right? Yeah. They yeah. have taken a lot of that artwork and a lot of that backstory and stuff and put it into this game. So are the games actually enhanced no. themselves or is it okay? Not no, original. No. no. <laughs> Even to the point, they are original to the point where. You have the screen flicker where if you if an enemy pops onto the end of the screen and you back off and go forward again, the enemy still disappears. They haven't fixed shit. Yeah, oh. no, it's also real laggy at some points when there's a lot of enemies on the screen. I love that because it's just oh, the really? core part of the game. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yep, that's just like that's Metal just Man's level with all the drills coming through the roof. That part just bogs way down. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the, like, the museum mode is great because you can go in and they've they've put all of the concept art for the enemies. Pretty much any enemy you come across, there is a museum uh, bestiary character of that where you can read about it, uh, look at some concept art. Same thing with the enemies. Um, I have not played with it, but I hear there's a boss challenge mode where you can just yeah, uh, I... challenge any boss with all of your available weapons and just learn their skills. Hmm, I haven't found that one yet, but oh, uh, there is okay. there is like a just a, like a challenge mode where you have to go through levels in a certain amount of time. Oh shit! Yeah, the one that I saw was uh, to kill the dragon in Mega Man Three in under two minutes. Oh man! And I was looking at that, and I'm like, well, that seems really easy. <laughs> I didn't try it yet, but That's I think crazy. it sounds pretty. Easy. Well, I I haven't tried the I haven't found the boss thing yet, but I was reading some articles about it and they were talking about the boss challenge mode where you just challenge any boss from a game and you come in loaded out with all of the weapons from the bosses in that game so you can learn their strategies. Hmm. So if you really want to get good, if you want to get good at Mega Man, it's, if you're not a Mega Man purist, you're probably not really going to get much out of this because it's nothing different than the X or the uh, Mega Man Anniversary Collection from GameCube and PS2. It's the same thing. Just you now have the museum and the challenge modes. So, in other words, worth it. Totally worth it for me, and probably for you because you love Mega Man just as much as I do. I wouldn't go that far. That's true. <laughs> you love Mega Man more than some people do. There you go. Yeah. That makes sense. So that's that's been eating up a bulk of my time. What hasn't been eating up a bulk of my time, 
but unfortunately is going to eat up a bulk of this show is the reason we're here because many moons ago we promised everyone that we would tackle another giant RPG and through somewhat of a general consensus landed on what some people consider to be a PS1 uh, giant of the Legend of Dragoon and basically what were we thinking yeah fuck us right <laughs> I just want to get I don't know I don't remember who suggested this but I think it was me but screw you yes yeah it was it was you and then I seconded it and that was also the All one right. that got the most Twitter responses were like yeah Legend of Dragoon so if you oh, suggested okay. huh? Legend of Dragoon god damn it yeah you are just as much to blame as we are I think this is a publicity stunt I think they did this on purpose I'm beginning to think this is a dirty prank that well, the uh, the factory sealed followers have they're trolling have, us. Uh, have, yep, yep. I think they're See, Rick rolling us right now here. And I would be on board with that, except my entire gaming life, I've heard people talk about this game. Like it's so good, it's so much better than Final Fantasy VII. You got to play it. <laughs> and I remember when I f- I bought the physical copy of this, I didn't even get out of the first town because it was that fucking boring. <laughs> and I'm just yep. going to go ahead and get this out of the way now. I don't like this game. Uh, I will second that. I think this, uh, just through disc one now, I think just there's some very big holes in the plot. I think I think the battle system can be pretty cool, but I can also think it's kind of lame. And I would have to say that I'm not enjoying it right now either. I think the worst part about it is just like how tedious the battles get after a little while because the battle system itself is pretty cool but yes uh, i agree that's the best part of the game it's so slow everything yeah exactly is so slow it takes it takes the fun like one thing i've always liked about rpgs is uh is the fact to just go and you can kind of do some mindless grinding sometimes and sometimes that's fun you know i like to do that Grinding has almost zero purpose in this game because you get, like, two points of experience per battle. The only people that and, give you decent XP are the bosses. Yeah, and so if well, you don't follow the story, you're just wasting time, essentially. You're not really wasting time because, I mean, you're not getting XP, but you're getting your dragon levels up and you're getting your Edition levels additions up. increased, which does more damage. So True. Gaining a level will give you... uh, It was really easy because I was playing earlier today just to finish up disc one because I didn't want the shit-colored star like Eric gets. Oh, it's shitty. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, my uh, Rose was doing exactly 100 damage with her attack, and then I leveled up and was doing 108 damage. It's like, wow. Yeah, I think Dart, for me, is still doing 35 what? Yeah. 35? Yeah. yeah. I'm at the end of disc one, and he's still only doing 35 damage. You're spitting on your enemy- enemies, or what? And I think I'm using Lavitz and... King Albert. I don't have King Albert yet. Um, oh. Fuck Shanna. We'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> Ro- no, who's the? who are the other people? Who's the other Dragoon, the Dark Dragoon? Uh, Rose and Henschel. Hashel. Yeah. I was using Hashel for a while. I don't think anybody in my party is doing more than 45 damage. 
And that has has to do with your addition levels, right? Because once you get into the higher levels, then you start doing more damage. But yeah, yes, but at the beginning, the at, at the beginning, I realized how pointless grinding was in this, so I just didn't do it. Yeah, and, and that's gets you into trouble, I guess. And and that's weird because everyone who I've heard has talked about this game has said that the most important thing in this game is grinding. Uh, because you have to level up your additions in order to, to beat some of the boss fights. Like the first, the end boss of disc one was ridiculously hard. I found uh, Giango, that big cave guy that you're supposed to be, you know, eaten by. That guy, oh, yeah. that guy took me like 45 minutes. Just because that's that's literally like thirty minutes into the game. No, it's not. <laughs> it is the first boss of the first dungeon. No, I'm talking about at the end. Once you go back to find King Albert in Helena Prison, right before you okay, go to the Black maybe. Castle. Okay, maybe I'm I'm thinking of that weird uh, snake thing in that. No, first... yeah, yeah, not that. <laughs> that's what I thought you were talking no. about. <laughs> no, but. Um... Yeah, the the battle system as a whole is. It, I like the concept of the additions. They're kind of like different limit breaks, but everything is so slow, and there's absolutely zero room for error because as you attack, this blue box shows up on the screen, and then another box circles into it, and you have to hit X as soon as the boxes line up, and then as you get more additions, the boxes will increase in number, or frequency, or um, you'll have to defend against an enemy, and there's you miss one beat, boom, you're screwed, and you'll only hit for ten points. Yeah, it it really makes a it makes a kind of a turn based game. You have to be a lot lot more conscious than traditionally. I mean, before you just kind of line up your attacks, boom, boom, boom. Well, Final Fantasies, Final Fantasies, you can just sit and hold X. It's like, <laughs> all right, this battle will be done in forty seconds. This one, oh damn it, I have to pay attention. Yeah, and that's the worst part. Is like, especially if you're just grinding, you have to pay attention to every single fight. Otherwise, you just you won't get your additions right, and then you'll be you'll you'll be going backwards because you're wasting time and you're not getting any stronger. As a whole, it is a mentally exhausting game. Yes, yes, it is. Just to try to plow through the incomprehensible dialogue, the really shit character development. And then the tedious battle system. It's really cool. I like the whole concept of the additions and how you can level those up and move on to other additions. I like the whole Dragoon aspect of it, the special modes. Everything's cool, but goddamn, is it slow and boring. It's just... It's just a poor poor execution early in the game. I think uh, I think early in games, you need to have some... some especially a, a very involved RPG like this one, you need to have some early satisfaction that really pulls you in. And here it really doesn't do that. It's just kind of banking on the fact, like, well, you better just keep playing. Yeah. So well, They're going to just want to figure right. out what's going on anyway, so they're just going to keep playing. I mean, They'll I... will just keep playing. There is quite literally not one scene in this entire first disc that has stuck out to me that if you asked me to recount that scene, I... I wouldn't be able to do it because I don't know any. What yeah, happened to your taking notes? I have a whole booklet of notes here. <laughs> oh, the notes. I forgot about the notes. They don't make any fucking sense because this story doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay, well, let's let's try to talk about what's going on in the story because from what I gather, there's two kingdoms who are at war. 
and you're on the side of the Basil Kingdom? Yes. Which is in Serdion. Yeah. And, and that is ruled by King Albert. King Albert. Yeah. And then you are partnered up with Lavitz, who is the king of the knights for King Albert. And your name is Dart. And you have a semi-quasi-weird, sexually tension-filled relationship with your somewhat kind of baby sister. <laughs> yes. Yes. So far, we are moving in the right direction. Okay. So that is... That's that piece of the puzzle. Let's put that aside and see if we can fit that in later. I I'm trying. Keep... And then the one thing I do know, I'll just add this in here, is that that uh, Sergio is at Civil War with what was the other name of the country? The other country that they oh shit, Celeste. No, no, it's not Celeste. Was a it's city. like Sardano or something like that. Sar- Sar- sardines? Not sardines. Um. Well, I can't remember. Off I've got it in my head, notes but, somewhere. But anyways, that kingdom is led by King Albert's brother. Doan. He's the one. King Doan. No, King Albert's uncle. King Albert's uncle. I'm sorry. Excuse yeah. me. I'm trying to recall events Excuse from like two me. months ago playing this game. So. Okay. Continue. I'm trying to find the name of that other the other name of that country that they're at war. I want to say it was like Sardano or something like that, but. Sedona. Serdian. No, because that's uh, a Serdio war. There's people the screaming into their their phones or whatever the hell they're listening to this on right now, and unfortunately we can't hear you. Because Sorry, guys. we're a bunch of idiots. Sandora. Sandora. There you go. There you go. Told you my oh. notes would help. And there's Slippy, no way slappy. anybody would remember that because this game isn't good enough to be memorized. I was way off. I was way off. <laughs> let's give yeah. let's give everything super generic medieval names and expect people to remember it <laughs> so anyway continue um we at the beginning of the game you assume control of someone named dart like the dodge dart or the popular bar time game um <laughs> God damn it, I'm back into my Final Fantasy VIII notes. Here we go. <laughs> Legend of Dagoon, disc one. And so it reads. Opening cutscene. Pause. I'm not going to read it like that. Uh... Basically, you start out with a scene <laughs> where where a knight from uh, Sandora, one of the kind of the leaders in charge, is in a village, and he is kidnapping... Uh, the, who then is Shauna? You don't know who that is. The girl is how he refers to her. Mm-hmm. And then he says, it's none of your concern. So, um, who is it? The, what, doesn't one of the dragons show up and kind of throws plans? The green tusked dragon, like Fergie Lord or something like that? Right. His name is Fairbrand. Oh, okay. That's close. Uh, Fairbrand. I guess uh, pronunciation is not important. Um. And that kind of leaves Dart is, you know, kind of pretty much fending for himself at this point. Well, he's not even home right. at this point. He's out right. on a journey right. of revenge. Yeah, he's on a journey, which you don't know yet. But he is out and he runs into this Fey brand. Fortunately, some maiden dressed in dark armor 
gracefully whisks him behind a rock, and the uh, and he was able to escape the clutches of the dragon. Um, but then she disappears, and he's just kind of left wondering. So this but then Dart, this village that was destroyed was this his home village of Celeste, or was this his home village of Neat? This is his new. This so the place where he was going, the village. Where he is going to at the beginning of the game here is called Celeste. Yes. Okay. Oh wait. No, no that's it was right. Celeste that's was destroyed because Celeste was his original hometown that was destroyed. Correct. Where he lived with Shanna. Okay. Okay, that's different. That's because from the, he does have. He has another town called Neat where he lived with his parents. That's what I was trying yeah. to think of. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so basically, every town that this guy lives in gets destroyed at some point. Yes. <laughs> He's like a plague. So the Celeste is being intact by the Imperial Sandora. He runs back to save Shanna, and then he starts to blame himself for not coming back earlier, blah, 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 takes all this weight onto himself, um, sets out to find Shanna, who's been taken to Helena Prison. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And that's when shit Helena. gets real dumb. Helena, like the the capital of Montana. Yes, Helena. About as pretty. (laughs) Actually, Helena, Montana. That's actually a really pretty place. Um, From here, things get kind of goofy. We meet this big-ass dude named Froigel, who is this cavalier-style general under the command of Emperor Dole. And Dole is the emperor of Sandora, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. So Dole has said, capture this girl, keep her alive. Froigel doesn't give a shit. He's refusing to take orders from um, the emperor. And Froigel, I believe, is the head warden at Helena. But he's kind of on a little bit of a power trip. And wants to just kill anybody that comes in. Um, so he's not really running this prison very well. It's just kind of collapsing ruins into the ocean. And, uh, yeah, that's where I'm drawing a blank on Helena Prison. Well, the first part of the game is you basically, you're getting, a, it's kind of set in the plot of, you know, hey, Shana's been kidnapped. Dart has to go rescue her, so you're going to Helena Prison. You go in there and, you know, they eventually break break her out. They meet Froigel and, you know, he's pretty much re- responsible for the destruction of Celis too. So he's kind of established as, you know, one of these bad guys. He's going to be the him. ultimate villain in the game. Emperor Dole. Um, or he's working under Emperor Dole, though. Yeah. At this point. But Froigel's responsible for destroying Celeste because essentially... Dole just said, go to Celeste and get the girl. Froigel decided to burn the town. Well, I mean, that's the most efficient method of of getting the girl. Yeah, just flush him out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But here in Helena Prison, we also meet Lavitz, who is the head of the first knighthood of Basil. Harpoon! Harpoon! (laughs) Oh, we didn't talk about the shitty voice acting. I I was gonna bring it up earlier and <laughs> kind of I couldn't fit a word in, but oh god! Basically, for the, for those who haven't been playing, we kind of talked about this um, this addition system that you know Eric was explaining where you got to hit, hit buttons at an exact certain time, 
and if you don't, you basically are hitting them with a with a pool noodle, open handed slap. <laughs> well, every one of those moves has a name, and if you successfully complete it, they will scream this name out. Burning obnoxious. rush, burning rush, double punch, <laughs> double slash. Except for. Um, who's the Shannon doesn't Shanna. she doesn't have one yeah she doesn't have additions at all she's just has a bow she's a and waste. that's all she does she's just a, a wench um, hmm yeah so this is where we kind of learn things about Shanna and I don't know about you guys but from the very beginning I can't stand her she is a whiny bitch yeah yeah, she. They really do a good job of of making her as annoying as possible. And totally like there's scenes where worthless. there's scenes where she'll be walking along behind the party and then trip, and then the entire party has to stop. Oh, Shadow, do you need us to carry you? Or are you that incompetent <laughs> that you can't walk in a straight line without tripping on absolutely nothing? I wonder what the age uh, difference is supposed to be. Uh, I think they're both supposed to be sixteen. No, because. They make it very clear that he is her older brother and she is his younger sister. Not not in blood, but since they No, they they, they say that they say that Dart feels like she's his younger sister because she acts like such a child and sucks all the time. <laughs> Basically. Um but yeah, I, I do think they're supposed to be the same age. Hmm. So, so after when we Helena, when we Helena. meet, well, hold on. We actually learned some important stuff about Dart here because okay. Dart hasn't seen Shanna in five years at this point, and Shanna starts talking to him about his past, and he just says, "Never mind, don't worry about it." But eventually, he opens up and he's talking about how he's out on this journey for revenge. He left his hometown of Celeste, and like we said before, he's got two hometowns: one of Neat, uh, where he lived with his parents. But his parents were taken by a monster 18 years ago, so now he's out on this journey for revenge to find the guy who deprived him of something precious and kill him, and that guy, I think, is the black monster. The yes, big whatever black the black monster. monster is. Yes. So he lived with Shanna. I don't understand how he went from Neat to Celeste. Um, I think only three people made it out of Neat, and his father returned... Without with his mom, his father returned, but only found a memento of his father in the no, ruins of the city. Uh, didn't his father w- took Dart out of the city when the the mm. monster was attacking, and went and back. Then his father his went back in to look for his mother, and then neither of them came that's out. That's true, and he found that's where he found that memento. So he's yeah, and Dart went back into the house and found that uh, dragoon stone. Mm-hmm. The memento at this point. Mm, moment. That's all we really know about it. Um, so yeah, Dart's on this, this journey of revenge, and he gets kind of sidetracked with this whole Ceridian Sandora war. And suddenly he's... I don't understand why he's thrust into the middle of it and why he's so important, but I guess he is. Um, well, yeah, well, I mean, he's, he's a dragoon, and they're destined to... 
save humanity question mark so i had a question here written called what the hell is going on in this country and i answered it with just kind of a summary of a, a little bit of what we've talked about it brings in the whole concept of the dragons because this is obviously called legend of dragoon so dragons come in somewhere i guess um basil is at war with the sandorans which has spread all over Sergio. um i don't i don't know if they captured the dragon but the dragon joined their side, which gave them more power and caused them to break the peace truce. And uh, because of that, Emperor Doan became more aggressive. Um, but at this point, not everybody's aware that dragons can be used in war. No, this is okay. So this is what happened: the dragon showed up. Dole thought that the Basil army was using the dragon. Or had the dragon on their side when it really was just kind of showing up. So that caused him to be more aggressive in attack when in actuality the dragon was just fucking showing up. About ready to mess things up for everybody. Nobody's aware that anybody can use the dragons. That's my understanding of it. Well, I mean, they kind of start to hear an explanation of what, what it means to be a dragoon after they leave the Helena prison. Uh, they basically try, they want to circle back, they want to go back to Celis, but they are unable to because it's blocked off. So they end up going back to um, Lavitz's hometown of Bale, Bale, for the for our Spanish-speaking mm-hmm. uh, crowd. Uh, and once they get there, they actually talk to one of the sim- well, they go through the limestone cave, if you remember that, and they have to defeat some people and blah, whatever. Um, Generic But dungeon. they end up generic dungeon of equal horseshit and uh they ended up going back to bail and they talked to this minister noish is his name and he seems to know a lot about uh what it means to be a dragon a dragoon and he informs him of the actual dragon campaign now this is kind of where i get lost and i don't remember as well um but basically there were in in an ancient war there were two sides. There were there were dragons and there were human beings. There were also some other uh, I can't remember the name of them, but there are certain types of uh, um, uh, if you want to call them soldiers, if you will, that were basically on the side of or against the human beings. They were called the wingless. The wingless, yeah, yeah, the winglings or whatever. And uh, so there was a big battle there, and you know in the in this dragon campaign, some of the humans were able to take the power of the dragons and defeat the winglings or whatever it was called. And the age and, of humans uh, began. Right, right. So that's been, you know, going, that hasn't been around forever. No one's been using the dragon powers as of late until now. And that's and that's kind of where... Uh, you don't know it at this point in the game, but it does start to go out and they start to figure out uh, what it means to be a dragoon. It means that you're you're saving humankind. The only thing I have written down about the dragon campaign is a little asterisk that said, there's a slide for the king in the castle with a question mark. Did you guys catch that? What? No. Fucking, like, that's the only thing in that whole castle that caught my attention was, in the throne room, there was a slide for the king to come down to the dinner table. (laughs) 
shows how important that was. Um, after that point, I don't understand what the hell is going on. The rest of this disc just feels like, oh, go here and talk to this person. And, oh, go here and talk to that person. Oh, Shanna got hurt again? Oh. She sprained her ankle. But there is a point where Lavitz and Dart go into, like, super bro mode. Do you guys get that, like, awkward sexual tension between those two? Oh, gosh. You know, it's actually been too long since I've played. It's been about a couple of months now. There is a part where I think it's one of them falls into the waterfall, and they just go into, like, hardcore bro mode. It's like, what's up, man? We're just, you know... Dude, thanks so much for helping me. It was awesome. Like, let's just... Oh, yeah. Like, let's just... Dude, we look out for each let's other. Let's just grind on each other for a minute. Hey. Hey, hold me. Let's look at each other's butts. <laughs> oh, your butt's good. Oh, yeah, nice. Nice dick. Harpoon! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that might have come at the wrong time. Harpoon! Uh, no, I think you just have to... Uh to ignore the whole thing because the writing in this game is so terrible that like you can't read too much into the dialogue it's like there's there's nothing going on in the dialogue it's just crappy poorly written dialogue it there's no character development whatsoever i think i think it's really a product of bad translation i swear to god this was yeah that's that's probably right and i swear to god this was written and it was written well and you know for the for that, at the time when it was created, it was an incredible, like in-depth See, RPG. And I disagree. But they just tried to push. It. I think I, I think they probably tried to push it onto the market into the American market, and they're under a deadline and just did a really crappy job. I disagree oh. that at the time this was great because this came out in '99, which was kind of the tail end of the PS1 life. Oh really? Yeah, okay. this came out December second, nineteen ninety nine. So. You've had some of the most successful RPGs come out before that and prove, like, hey, this is how you do an RPG, and you get Legend of Dragoon that shows up with just shit-ass pre-Final Fantasy VII graphics. This game does not look good. No. (laughs) The environments are bland. The world map is straight off of Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. Um yeah, moving around in the world map is is terrible. You, even even the fact where you have to, when you walk into a town, you have to. Are you sure you want to go into this? No entry. Entry. Are you sure? It just. It's glorified Super Mario Brothers three. They might as well just had numbered areas that you go and you go in, and then you get a card at the very end. Yeah, I, I wish. I'm really, really struggling with this game, like, just to get into it. Final Fantasy VIII was great because I had that urge to actually want to sit down and play it. This game, last week when we said, all right, we're going to do the show on the weekend, I looked at my PS Vita and went, fuck. (laughs) I've still got half the disc to go. And then it didn't... Yeah, it does does seem like uh, you just want to not play it. Like, it took me... Go ahead. I was just saying, am I the only responsible one here who finished this disc one in, like, June? Uh, I finished it literally three and a half minutes before we started the show. So that's why you were late. (laughs) I wasn't late. We said 7.30. I was playing this tonight as I was cooking dinner. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm sitting there trying to get this shit done, and I made it past Giango, and it's just everything about this game is a chore. I associate this, and this might piss some people off, but I associate this game with Chrono Cross. It's just not fun. But not Chrono Trigger. No, Chrono Trigger is great. Chrono Cross, hot pile of garbage. <laughs> the only difference is that this game has a somewhat decent battle system. Chrono Cross is just garbage. I will say the first when when you actually you know do go through this game here and you start to get dragoons for all your characters and dragon spirits for all your characters and I I, I do think it's kind of cool watching the morphing and everything. It's a lot like Power Rangers. It's very nostalgic for me. I like that type of stuff, mm-hmm. but. After the first time you see it, you're just like, okay, just, just, I just want it to just like morph. poof. Just go. You just turn into that. Not a big transformation, and even even you can choose an option to like speed it up, but it's still way too slow. It's just like well, no. The battle, and the, even when they have to demorph out of it, it's just like a process. The combat just slows down as the a dragon system. or as a dragoon is just very lackluster. When you go to attack, you get this this circle in the top right that you have to press X to initiate. And then you have to press X four times as that, as the circle comes back around and you have to hit it perfectly. If you mess up, then you're done and you hit for 10 points. And even still, if I were getting it all perfect, I was still only hitting for like 10 points more than (laughs) what I was before. So it's just not even worth it. True. But I do agree. It's, it kind of turns into the same concept as the guardian forces or, or the summons from any Final Fantasy game where it's like, all right, this just takes too long. I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> but I mean, even the even the magic spells you have when you're in Dragoon form is like terribly long animations. Like some of them are like 35, 45 seconds long. Mm-hmm. And you're just waiting for them to be finished. Okay, just show me the numbers. Even just... I'm two hundred damage. I will not use them. I will not use some of the. I will not turn into a dragoon just because I want the battle to go faster. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just sit and hammer out the attacks. Um, even the even the element based items that you can throw, they do tons of damage, but man, they take forever. Like yeah, the wind just ones, just spamming the X button, upping your multiplier, and then. Then it, you can only ever get it up to like I think the highest I've ever got it is two hundred and two percent. Shit, I only ever got it to like one sixty. Holy crap! Yeah, that's all I got it to. What do you have a turbo button? Turbo button? Oh no, I'm just hammering it as hard as I can. That crack finger getting going. Well, it's it's <laughs> funny because uh, when Eads and I were playing Mortal Kombat ten, we were doing the, the test might thing where you hammer through mm-hmm. the the blocks of whatever. And I made it like seven levels deeper than he did, just because I could hammer the X button so fast. Jesus. See, wow. did you ever play International Track and Field on PS1? Uh, no, I didn't. Or on NES? Come it's, on. I played, it, I played it on NES. So that's one where you, you have to press the A, B, A, B, A, B really quick. I can bust any world record by like three seconds on that game for the 100 meter dash. <laughs> just I can get going super fucking quick with a controller, but when it's just one button, for some reason I can't do it. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so, no, well, I did not finish this disc. If we're going to call me out, I did not finish. I made it up to the end of the Helena Castle second time around, but apparently there's still one more place to go after that. 
And it, there's so much like extra, just pointless dialogue that you have to slog right. through. That's what I've discovered is that there has been very little meaningful exposition in this game. It's just, yeah. it, it's almost as if they just fill it with a bunch of bullshit to get you to a line that will take you to the next place. For God's sakes, just cut out all the dialogue and put a star on my map and say, go here. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yep. I mean, that's a great way to Whereas play Final Fantasy VIII, you were actually genuinely interested in the conversations these people were having because it was developing backstory and it was setting up future plot lines. It's like, this is cool, I like this, I'm getting engaged in these conversations, and the whole time these people are talking, I'm thinking, shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> You're dumb. Shut up and let me go fight something. And even that's not that enjoyable. Like, just let me turn this off. <laughs> yeah, I found that when I was playing it, I could, like, for Final Fantasy VIII, I could put in, on the weekend, if I had nothing to do, I could put in, like, six, seven hours. Oh, easy. Oh, enjoyable and, six, seven hours. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, this game, I, I get fed up after an hour of playing it i just want to turn it off i get fed up after 10 minutes i'm like god damn it this sucks i mean the one thing that is kind of cool is that little arrow that's above your head for when you're walking around you can tell when you're going to get into a battle so it's always green and then as you walk it gets no it goes from blue to green to yellow to red no it goes yellow just green yellow green yellow red okay yellow's like all right hey you've been walking around for a while get ready and then red hits you're like oh fuck then you go into a battle. But I mean, it, there is uh, an item in the game too where if you're red and you use the item, it brings you back to green or to yellow. I don't remember. I've never actually used it. But, but that takes you back to the whole screwing yourself by not doing the battles. They don't give you yeah. enough battles as it is. No, that's for sure. But I mean, you think about it. If you didn't want to do any grinding or whatever and they had more random battles than there are, mm-hmm. how more? how much more frustrating would that be? A lot more. Yeah. Like, there's there's some dungeons in this, like the last dungeon in uh, the disc, where the only battles that you fought were against the people that you could actually see on the map. Because you, you bounce into certain people on the map, and then it starts a fight. Mm-hmm. And there were no random battles in that except for those. And I thought that that dungeon was way too long, even with no random battles. See, in the dungeons that we went through in this, I don't know if you've ever played to the end of the original Lufia on Super Nintendo, but that final castle was so long, and every single step you took was a random battle. Every step. (laughs) You'd come out of a battle, take a step battle, and repeat ad nauseum for five, six hours. That was more enjoyable than a single one of these dungeons I've gone through in this disc. I, mean, w- I feel like it sounds like you were probably playing Lufia wrong. Like, I don't think that was a part of the way that game was is. supposed to be. There was probably supposed to be an item you were supposed to do, get, or a puzzle you were supposed to solve, no. and you probably didn't no. do it. No, it's just that difficult. <laughs> but nevertheless, I mean, there was... Like, I can't even really pick out any major, major dungeons that we went through other than I had to throw water on a giant alien plant to get it to disappear. That's pretty much the only thing I remember from any of the dungeons. Or there was a, a a canoe in one dungeon that I could ride to go down and get a, a treasure chest. Like Just nothing was memorable <laughs> in this game. There's no grandiose set pieces. There's just... It's so hard. Even even guys, like, 
Have you noticed it here? We can't even hardly discuss the plot because this is such a boring game. <laughs> well, there is, like, the, the plot is, like, here's the plot of Legend of Dragoon. Uh, kid gets his town destroyed by monster, goes off to fight the monster, gets sidetracked because someone's like, hey, you're good at fighting monsters, you should fight for us. And he's like, okay. And then they go fight and kill a king. Done. That's where we're at. Right, because... You know, it, it did set up an early plot with with Dart, how he is looking for this black monster that destroyed his hometown, that killed his parents, and we don't know that yet. So I was a little surprised how quickly they wrapped up this whole um, Sandora plot and King and Emperor Dole, Emperor Dole. Um, well, the game is broken into his... different chapters, correct? Yes, yes, yes it is. Yes, it is. But I still was very surprised. I thought this would be something a little uh, more or a little uh, more ongoing. But if you guys also remember right, Final Fantasy VII, they did wrap up some of the Shinra stuff, you know, within the first disc. I mean, it kind of had a story, you know, already. Well, but uh, at that time, though, Final Fantasy was blazing a brand new trail for RPGs, which many are still held to that standard. This game came out two years afterward. And I can see why they wrapped that shit up early. Because it's fucking boring. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. And then, oh, don't even get me started on the hero match that we had to do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I generally yes, love was... a good arena aspect to a game. But did you guys struggle with that at all? Uh, I use a guide. <laughs> yeah, I used, I used a guide. And other than that, it wasn't I that was hard, cooking no chicken when i beat that it was not a difficult arena and then the last guy oh you can't beat him anyway because you suck it's like oh yeah it's like well yeah that was fun go through five pointless fights where you get literally nothing from it and then at the end of the arena is a fight that you can't beat no matter what that part pissed me off the other part pissed me off was how long that section was to revive shanna after she got poisoned. Was it that long? I don't... I, I mean, it's been it was so long since I played that long. Part. So she gets poisoned, <laughs> and then you have to... You take her to this clinic in Lohan, and they tell you, oh, you need this special flower, and the only way you can get this flower is to go here. So you go there, and that person goes, I don't have that flower, but you can go here, and they'll get it. So then you go through this Shirley's Shrine, and you have to do all of these little puzzles and ride this mine cart... And you end up fighting this guardian whose name is Drake. And then this lady pops out afterwards and asks you a bunch of questions. And then she finally gives you this dragon spirit that then you have to walk back to Lohan. And by that time, it's been so damn long. Lohan's a confusing-ass city. You don't remember where the clinic is. So you're going through every damn door in the city, which all links (laughs) together anyway. And you're on the roof. Before you know it, you're back out of town. It's like, where the hell is this clinic? And then you stumble upon it. She goes, okay, I'm better. Oh, we all shine from the guts like dragoons. And then you find out Shanna's potentially a dragoon. Anybody who can get their hands on one of these um, uh, dragon spirits can become a dragoon. And, you know, it, it kind of goes to show that because uh, who did, who did uh, well, at the very, very end, uh, Emperor Dole. I mean, he has one. Why yeah, is he that was, one? He's evil. There was another one, uh, that boss that gave 
that you Lavitz. eat, and then Lavitz got the dragoon off him, right? Yeah, it seems like everybody and their sister has a dragoon spirit. But they don't know how to use it. Are they all not chosen to use it? See, I think there's, and that's one of the story moments of the game where it's like, well, if the dragoon spirit chooses you, then you have more power. If you just use the crystal, then it's like, well, you you do have some power, but it's not the same as if the dragoon spirit chooses you. Hmm. Either way, I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I, 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 I'm just, I feel like I'm just, I'm just ragging this. on this game. And I don't want to. I don't want to hammer it too bad. I mean, we are approximately one quarter to one third of the way through it. But here's the true question, and forgive me for asking this, but I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one thinking it. Do you guys even want to finish it? As of now, no. I Neither don't. do I. I <laughs> it's, 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 uh, I. It did not loop me in at all, um, and. I, I you know I'd have to go back and look at my exact hours of gameplay, but I want to say it was probably between fifteen and twenty, something like I'm that. I'm fifteen hours yeah. in, and this and game has done nothing to capture me. Like not even a just a just, just a tiny flicker in the distance. Like hey, it's gonna get good. All I see is just this black abysmal hole of like, all right, keep coming. We're gonna keep sucking you into this shit game. See, I don't know what it is with you guys and and the time you put into these games because it was the same thing with Final Fantasy VIII. You guys were both like 30 hours longer than I was. I'm only at like just over 12 hours, maybe a little bit, maybe like just under 12 hours. I think part of mine is I left my console on for a while. <laughs> I don't have as good of, you know, button smashing skills as you do, so it took me Yeah, long, I guess. Huh? There you go. When you fight 200 <laughs> battles. I get extra damage every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got... Yeah, better button smashing. So here's <laughs> here's a here's a question for you: Do we want to? Because this is this is from everything I've read, minimum sixty to seventy five hour game, the average gameplay yeah. minimum. Do we want to continue in the hopes that this game is going to get good, which it probably won't? Well, or or do we want to cut our losses now and go on to something different? Well, I think. I mean, Go ahead, cutting our losses now is kind of shitty, but at the same time, it's like, I'm going to finish it. I don't know how long it's going to take me, but I don't think there's enough here to do an entertaining show. I don't think there is either. I really don't. I would have to agree. Um, I would almost say, you know, let, uh, let's hear from hear from you guys on Twitter, listeners. I mean, let us know. I mean, this would be one of those things that I think maybe we could come back in the in the end, full circle, once we have all finished it, down the road. And when I say down the road, guys, I mean like down the road. <laughs> I mean like and, three you know, years. <laughs> I remember when I played Dragoon. game still um, sucked. And, uh, <laughs> but, you know guys kind of let us know i know there's some purists out there but i also want to you know give us your honest opinion you know let's be real here um how how spectacular is this game is it interesting enough to talk about are there holes that you're wanting us to discuss i feel like and you know maybe when maybe once we get to the very end we could have we could have a show that could commit uh just to kind of discussing the whole game maybe not Maybe not every points of the plot like we did in Final Fantasy VIII, but just kind of coming over and doing a general overview of the entire game. I mean, we got kind of a good starter here. I I think this game uh, is going to fall into that category of games where people are so blinded by nostalgia with it that 
they don't really realize that this game has not aged well. And even in its time, I think comparing it to what was out at the time, this game was very subpar. Okay, hold on. I Speaking of subpar, I just want to get into one thing that we didn't talk about and I feel is one of the worst parts about the game in a game with a lot of bad parts. <laughs> You can only have 32 inventory oh, slots in this. Yeah. Oh my god, you're right. I forgot about that. It's so and if you want to have enough health potions to make it through a series of boss battles, you better sell all your shit. Yep. It's like, I'm at 32 of 32 all the time, and then I go to a treasure chest, and it's like, you'd have too many items. And then you have and to go... gotta open your inventory in the slow-ass loading menu that takes probably three to five seconds every time to open your menu. Did you notice, too, and... that the, the art style for the menu just didn't fit the motif of the game at all? Uh, I like. I thought the art style of the menu was, was pretty good. Uh, like, just with those, like... Kind uh, of the old parchment style. Yeah, and like the hand-drawn portraits of the the characters kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was good, but uh, <laughs> there's not a lot of good hell. I really... I, I know I'm ragging on this game pretty hard because it's still a really sour taste in my mouth, but I wanted to come into this game believing that it would be different because I did play this game a long time ago. Like, I didn't play it. I started it and went, well, this is shit. And just said, I'm never going to play this again. But through people telling me, you got to play this, you got to play this, you're going to love it. Well, I think 15 hours is a pretty fair shake. Yeah, I'd have to say, you know, 15 to 20 between. I mean, it really depends how much you're building up your uh, uh, additions. I put. Uh, if you're going to really hammer them out and try to grind them out, I'd put more towards that 15 to 20. I believe I was around 15. And I feel like there are RPGs out there that, really bad RPGs that are saved by their battle system. And like, take Final Fantasy 13 for example. Terrible RPG. Phenomenal battle system. The only reason I played through that game is because the, the combat was so much fun. This game, the story is really bad. Really, Except when really, your leader died. really bad. The combat mm-hmm. is kind of not bad but it's not good enough to make me want to keep coming back and be like, I'm just going to play this for the combat because the combat's really good. It's so slow and clunky and cumbersome and frustrating that it's just, this game is just a chore to pick up and play. It's like Goof Troop. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, just just hearing it, I don't think we need to wait for the Twitter responses. I don't want to finish this. I want to play something else. Well, I'm, I, I was saying more on the line, Kevin. I wasn't looking right now. But I'm saying, you know, just kind of let us know some suggestions because I think we've all come to... Con- us three have come to the consensus agreement that this game is a hot pile of garbage and we would just appreciate we would appreciate if you as listeners who are maybe looking forward to this would go ahead and give us a pass here to maybe come back full circle on a later date and uh, and then hopefully and, and forget about it and never hold us to this <laughs> Yeah. What I ask you... We'll, we'll keep getting those messages. Hey, man, when are you guys going to finish up that show? Yeah. Oh, you know, it's in the works. Yeah, sometime around never. What I ask of you <laughs> is if you're one of the people who really enjoyed this game in the day, go back and play it again and remind yourself if you did actually really like it or if you were just a very impressionable eight-year-old. 
<laughs> That's my take on it. Uh, we actually do have an email back from June 14th when we started talking about wanting to do this show. It comes from Mark Lee. Uh, he writes, Hello, crew. I'm enjoying the new site setup and format going on. It's almost too official, but very enjoyable. Anywho, maybe this will be long, though I was motivated by your choice to play The Legend of Dragoon to pick it up again. It's a game I've enjoyed for years, but never beaten, so I'm hopeful this time I'll stick to it past random point of disc two or three. Despite never finishing it, I always seem to enjoy it. It even has one moment that stands still as my favorite scene in a game to me. I know Eric talked about the one he loves in Final Fantasy VIII, my favorite of any game is the You're Not Alone moment with Sedane in Final Fantasy IX, but from this game, it's the owls conversation and scene that take place at the front right before Dart gets his Dragoon power. This one is so simple and quaint, but I adore it for some reason. Can't explain it, even after just replaying it. The way they're so calm, saying nocturnal owls are hooting. It's a proof that nobody is in the forest. So you walk away and suddenly hear silent arrows begin raining on you. I think it's... I think at how it threw me off guard so well the first time I played it, it's always stuck with me. I'm curious to see how you guys view this game. Over the years, I've heard some people with strong negative and positive comments about it. So far, I've beaten disc one and enjoyed overall, but it's got some quirks and faults. Well, here's to all you enjoying your time with the game. Huzzah! Sorry to bust your bubble, buddy, but we didn't like it. Sorry, man. I mean, (laughs) what's this guy's name, Eric? Mark, you know, completely respect you, man, because I think for some purists out there and for some guys who are really dedicated, this this game is great. This is for you. And, you know, Eric kind of hit it on the head earlier with the, the whole nostalgia thing. But, you know, for just three random dudes, this game, you know, for us, you know, that being us, this game sucks. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's not entertaining. It's, you know, we're, we're, you know, 12 to 15 hours in between the three of us. And, you know, we're just, we're just not able to get into it. And it's not that, you know, it's not that I don't think we're being ultra critical. I think it's just, it's, it's that hard to get into unless you want to force yourself to play this game. It's, it's just hard. Well, I it's, think it's, sometimes, it's a hard one to really get into and enjoy. I think sometimes people need to. a little dose of reality. It's like, this game really isn't as good as your memory says. I mean, there are some games that I tried to go back to that my mind was like, this game was so cool, but then I play it now, I'm like, wow, that game sucks. Yeah, what was I thinking? Tenchu? That game was great because blood spewed out of people's necks. The rest of the game, garbage. Ah, that game was actually still pretty Mm. cool. Animusha Warlord. You were a ninja. Huh? I said you were a ninja. That's pretty much all it needed. That's true. But yeah, definitely not one that uh, I'm going to be spending a lot of time with. The one that I will spend some time with, Kevin, I feel like we should kind of tail back to this, is the now mobile version of our favorite Final Fantasy card game of all time, Triple Triad. (laughs) Now that I know how to play it, I would love to go back and play it. Derek, have you not downloaded it on your phone? No, wait, wait, so there's a mobile it's app. It's called huh? Final Fantasy okay. Portal, and within... Can you play Can you play against people, or is it just... You, you can play against people, um, mm. but it is a pay-to-win style game where you are given five crystals, and then each crystal regenerates at a rate of one per 30 minutes, and each game takes roughly 30 seconds. So you can pound through your crystals in three minutes. So this is a great game to play on the crapper. 
you know, the last time you told me that was that, um, what was the Final Fantasy game for the mobile device? Um, oh, um, 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 the one with the, that was just straight up battles. Yeah. Record Yeah. Record Keeper. Great pooper game. I'm sorry. I couldn't I couldn't get into that one. I know it's a mobile game and it was pretty, you know, you know, it was decent, but I just couldn't get into that. This was pretty one. cool because you challenge you challenge characters from across all Final Fantasy games to games of triple triad. And then you can it, it's the same rules that you came across in Final Fantasy 8. You win cards, you lose cards. Actually no, you don't lose cards, do you? No, you don't lose cards. Yeah, you win cards. And that, so losing really has no effect. But every time you play a game, it takes one crystal, which then takes 30, 30 minutes to regenerate. Very simple game. Yeah, I, uh, I I talked about this a bunch on Talking Reckless because I was talking about it this week. And I actually think that the the, the stamina system they have in place is, is fine the way it is. Mm-hmm. I don't see any reason to want to put money into playing more games of yeah. this. It's like... You play your five games every couple hours, and you know that's a good triple triad fix. Yeah. It's it's just like a, you can move on. You can do something else. It's a quick hit, and yeah, that's right. It's so uh, how many five stars do you got there, Eric? I don't think I have any five stars yet. Well, I don't know what to. Tell I haven't you. played hundreds of games like you. I haven't played hundreds of games. I've played over a hundred games. <laughs> I haven't played hundred <laughs> games like you. Uh, let me see. I can pull it up quick. It's goofy how you have to get into it. I kind of wish they would have just made it an app instead of everything Yeah, you going have to through. go through the advertisement machine of Final Fantasy Portal. Hope you accidentally click on this and give us 33 cents. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> it is cool, though, because you can spec out different decks and just the different characters that you can get for the cards. It's... It's cool because this game's actually taught me more about the rule system than Final Fantasy VIII ever did. Like, the whole plus mode and combo systems. Oh, yeah, yeah, Final Fantasy sure. VIII, I mean, for it being a, a side plot, a, a side game or whatever, it was it, they didn't really explain it very well. Yeah. You just kind of had to learn as you go. And this is another reason why Dragon Lord or Legend of Dragoon sucks is because we're back talking about another game during that <laughs> podcast. So, sorry, Mark. Uh, I believe you. I, I believe you like it, man. Kev, I don't have any five-star card or five star cards yet. The highest I have is three. Wow. Yeah, you do suck. So, um, what do we... Do we want to pick something else to play? Uh, like, Ooh, I don't know, kind of what, what do you, you right put us on the spot here, Eric. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, what were some of the other previous suggestions? I mean, I know we talked about Dragon Quest Eight. That's a huge undertaking. That game is Dragon huge. Dragon Quest, I believe Earthbound came up. I believe Secret of Mana came Secret up. Secret of Mana, we came up with Chrono Trigger. Chrono, yeah, that was, I was trying to think of what I did, and... You know, if I had to really, if you're going to really put me on the spot and I had to vote right now, I would say, I would say Chrono Trigger because I just, I I love that game. I'd be down with Chrono Trigger. That one at least I know is an enjoyable game because I haven't heard anybody say bad things about it. And at least that one is short enough that we can do it like we did the Final Fantasy VI show. And just do it in one show. Chrono Trigger and done. I like that idea. Let's do that and then we'll circle around to another bigger game later. All right. 
Sounds good, guys. Any other final thoughts on this before we uh, before we gingerly drop Legend of Dragoon into a hole and cover it with rocks? I Legend have of Dragoon. I'm happy it only cost me 99 cents. Oh, me too. <laughs> Word life. Yeah, that was definitely... Unfortunately, I paid a lot for the actual PS1 copy at some point. But that's cool to actually have in the collection, so... In spite of the fact that you hate it. I have a lot of games that I will never play and hate, just because they're hard <laughs> to find. Like Cartilla, The Word of Fate. Fuck that game. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, Kevin, where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, you can follow me at Dinner Dangles. Derek, are you using Twitter yet? I am using Twitter. You can go ahead and use my professional oh, account. Dear. Yeah, Derek, D-P-T underscore A-T-C. What do those stand for, Derek? D-P-T stands for Doctorate of Physical Therapy. A-T-C stands for Athletic Trainer Certified. Yes, I'm both of them. We have a smart man in our midst. Yeah. I'm a doctor. Not too smart, though. Yeah, we convinced you to play Legend of Dragoon. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) you know, even... Even some people are easily influenced. Yeah. You can find me at Honest Pizza, unless you guys have anything else to uh, chitter-chat about. I think that's going to do it for this show. Uh, sorry it took so long to get to you, and sorry it was such a uh, depressing show after such a lengthy wait. I know a lot of people were very excited when I finally said, we're doing it. I think they're going to be very depressed. Well, but they need a good reality check. Not sorry, everything guys. can be rainbows out of a unicorn's butt all the time. <laughs> or Final Fantasy VIII. We could just play through Final Fantasy VIII again. Should we do that again? <laughs> Should we do that again? <laughs> the same show. All right, round two. Round two. two. We're going to talk about all the same shit. But this time, Squall's really dead. The whole time. <laughs> Fuck squawk, squall being dead. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, Speaking of we're going to figure out a time to play Chrono Trigger, and that's probably what we'll be back with next. All right. Thank you, listeners. Bye-bye. See you. <laughs>